This is the, the, youth, the, down youth, South 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 the youth Down South Podcast, a show for youth leaders and young adults. Hey there, listeners. This is Jesse Fagerstrom, and you are listening to the Youth Down South Podcast. Welcome back. Uh, today, we have an exciting episode with Bill and Diane Yuri. They are going to be on the podcast today talking about holy sexuality, which is actually the topic of their breakout at our upcoming TYAC, which is taking place here in Duluth, Georgia, from January 13 through 16. We really hope that you can join us for that event. It's going to be lots of fun. The theme this year is advance, uh, and we're going to be talking about uh, how to advance in your walk with God. Uh, I also want to encourage you, if you have not yet done so, to submit your application for SSC, which is our Salvationist Service Corps opportunity. We have some exciting locations this year. We have two international locations and one domestic location, and we would just love for you to be a part of what's happening with SSC this upcoming summer. Um, So finally, as we head into the holiday season, all of us here in the THQ Youth Department wish you a very happy and healthy Christmas and a wonderful new year with your friends and family. We hope that you have a wonderful and joyous and festive season. And without further ado, here is our interview with Bill and Diane Yuri. When they hear that word, they immediately enter some kind of catatonic state. They they are just instantly Oh no! It should be. I can't hear it, so I think it should be. Okay. How are you guys? We're good. We're coming off a really, really fun Thanksgiving, so. Oh, good. Well, hello, listeners. It's great to uh, have with us today on the Youth Down South podcast two of my really dear friends and mentors and just uh, people that I admire so very much, Bill and Diane Urey, who are the National Ambassadors for Holiness. Uh, Welcome to the Youth Down South podcast, Bill and Diane. Thank you. It's a joy to be here. Good to see you, Kayla. Uh, It's good to see you both. And uh, we're so grateful that you've made this time to be on our podcast. We're going to be having Bill and Diane as special guests for the Territorial Young Adult Conference. And so we thought that uh, to give people who may be attending that event some idea of what they could expect, we would uh, take an episode to do a kind of preview for one of our breakout sessions, which Bill and Diane will be leading. uh, And that session will be entitled Holy Sexuality. Um, which uh, has probably already piqued your interest uh, if you're listening to this right now as to what that breakout might entail. Um, And so, Bill and Diane, before we get to that, though, I thought it would be great to just introduce you both. And I wonder if you could give us uh, maybe just a little bit about yourselves and how it is that you got to be in this present position as National Ambassadors for Holiness. Okay. <laughs> um, it's been a it's been a wonderful journey with the army. Uh, while we were in uh, Mississippi at a seminary where we were ministering as a as a family as a couple, um, the Lord began to call us to ministry in the army, and I began to speak. I was ministering with the family full time, and so I began to speak in place with the army, and soon fell in love with the army, getting to know it better, and uh, and. Long story short, one of the national commanders a few years ago invited us to join in mutually 
uh, a mutual ministry of, as ambassadors for holiness. And Di and I have been praying a long time about teaching and preaching and sharing what the Lord had given to us as a couple for, for decades. And so this has just been a marvelous opportunity for us to do that the last five plus years. Well, I've been able to sit under your ministry in that time and I've uh, been so grateful for what the Lord's done in me through your work together, uh, which uh, has been so fruitful across the country and really across the world now. You've also had opportunities to uh, serve outside of the U.S., which has been uh, wonderful to watch. Holiness, National Ambassadors for Holiness. You know, I imagine there are probably some listening here who, when they hear that word, they immediately enter some kind of catatonic state. They they are just uh, instantly uh, asleep um, because, you know, for a young adult, holiness might sound like a pretty churchy sort of word, but I wonder if you could just you know, in uh, 30 seconds or less, no, <laughs> uh, but briefly yeah. kind of give us an idea of what it is then that you uh, are promoting across the country and the world. Well, it's interesting. I did not grow up in the holiness tradition. Um, I came into that as a young adult. So I think I was in college the first time I ever heard that idea. And so I didn't have baggage with it. I had, um, I heard about a life. I was, I was in uh, sexual sin. Mm -hmm. That was a real bummer for me. And Mm -hmm. I heard people, I didn't know how to get out of of the sin I was trapped in. And um, I heard people talking about the fact that you can be free and, you know, set free from sin. You can be cleansed from filth, things that you had done. I just, my ears perked up and I was like, what? Yes, please. And so what we do as ambassadors for holiness is just so stinking fun because we get to talk to people about what the way God created us to be, his his dream for every single person is that we would live in what it is, Scripture calls it union with God. We can live at one with God. And it's not a weird thing. It's face-to-face friendship. And Mm -hmm. He pours His being into us. And He can rescue us. And He can, and, and the Bible calls that walking before Him in a blameless way. And I mean, be real. Does Do people want to be jerks? Do they want to be mean? Do they want to be wrecking their lives and everyone else's life? No, nobody does. And so we just get to travel all over the place talking about how we can truly be people of love. Mm. And we can live in a way that um, God has designed us to live. And it's intimacy with him and living with his life available to us. It just goes on and on. It's just all good news. I get so pumped about it. And it's for everyone. Yeah. And let me just just say, Diane said more beautifully than I ever could. 
what this means to us, but I think it, what applies to our theme of sexuality also, we'd say is holiness gets at some, some root issues about what the nature of reality is. I mean, that's what motivates me is when I think about why we're sitting here, why we live, why we have families, children, jobs, everybody has to ask that question, why? And without some ultimate answers, it really is a, is a, it's a, it's a mirage. It's a dream. It's, we don't, we're not even <laughs> connecting to our purpose. And I find, we find that holy, and of course the word love, and they're inseparable in scripture, holy love are the only two words that seem to point to ultimate things. And that's where we would say our sexuality must also point, um, that without connecting to the being of God, as he reveals himself, then the use of our bodies, our lives, it ends up being pretty worthless. Uh, but if we can connect to him and fully who he is, then it makes, it makes full sense and it becomes fruitful and meaningful and, and real. And so that's, that's the joy to be talking about all the time and thinking about all the time. <laughs> When it comes to holiness, holiness is this um, just all-encompassing experience of God. As Diane said, this being filled with his very being, his very person. Um, and it is something that affects every aspect of our life. Uh, and so naturally then you would imagine that holiness would in some way affect our sexuality and uh, our experience of sex and love and marriage and singleness. Um, and when people uh, think of what the Bible has to say about sex, I, I find there are often two uh, trends I encounter. One is to say that the Bible has nothing to say about sex, uh, or at least nothing that applies to us today. Uh, or the other is to say that it, um, the Bible says exactly what we want it to say about sex. Uh, if we just read it with the right um, glasses on, so to speak. Um, and I think the truth is somewhere in the middle there uh, in terms of what the Bible conveys about sex. Um, and the, actually, the Bible has quite a lot to say about sex, and, and that is very much applicable to us today. Uh, and so um, I know we don't have time here for you to elaborate on all that you're going to say at Territory Young Adult Conference. I wonder if you could just give us kind of a preview of your breakout session, uh, Holy Sexuality, and maybe just to uh, introduce that, I would tee it up this way. Um, what is the, the purpose of sexuality uh, that we find in the Bible? Um, why have we been given this gift of our sexuality? Um, those are great, great questions. I just want to say I'm really, really glad for the title, Holy Sexuality, because mm -hmm. um, holiness is the created intention of God for every single person. It's not like for an elite special group. It's not an option because holiness is being li living in a complete um, intimacy with God himself. That's what holiness is. That we, so what the Bible reveals about um, sexuality, it's not behavior management. Hmm. That is not what the Bible is doing. What the Bible reveals is um, 
it's like a doorway into the mystery of the experience that God wants to have with us. So when we, we're not just talking about human sexuality, we're talking about holy sexuality. So what we're going to talk about at the, at the conference is what God intended, not, not how to have a sexual life apart from God and then manage that really well as best you can. Try really hard to have the right kind of sexual life and then fail every week and then go back and say, oh, I'm so sorry. And then feel horrible about yourself or damage yourself or someone else. No, because holy sexuality means holiness is intimate union with God. That's what it is. So holy sexuality is sexuality, human sexuality, but it's, it's intimately tied in oneness with Jesus himself, who is a human person, a sexual human person who got it right. <laughs> and he gives that righteousness and that those right desires, he gives those to us. So I'm, ha- I'm really looking forward to figuring out how together as we go through our breakout sessions, how to talk about how to be sexual the way he made us. Sin mm-hmm. is, no, nope, we're separated from God. Get your hands off my life. I'm going to do my life my own way. I don't like what you say about sexuality. I'm going to do it myself. That's sin. That wrecks our life. Coming back to Jesus and being sexual beings and living in union with him and walking with him and, and following his design, that's what we want. And so we're going to talk together about what does that look like? And the purpose of sexuality, all those desires and longings, it's, it's to point us. It's a human experience of belonging, of not being abandoned by somebody, of creative, beautiful, intense intimacy with another human. And it's merely a symbol that points to a larger reality that every single person is designed to have with God himself. And I'll tell you, you're going to be a lousy lover if you don't have that, first of all, with Jesus. Because Jesus is the only one who can make us fully who we're supposed to be. And so our sexuality is never going to be fully what it's supposed to be until we find our satisfaction in him. So I don't know if that made sense, but that's kind of what I'm working with to talk about at the conference. It's, it's, it's sort of interesting as I hear Di talk and as I think about our background in, in all this, um, I, I don't think there's a more important thing to talk about in the church today than holy sexuality. I feel like we're at a critical stage. If we don't get this right now, we're going to lose everything when it comes to the meaning of of marriage, the meaning of singleness, the meaning of children, the meaning of of human life. It's really a threatening thing. Now, on the positive side, from the beginning of the scripture, the Lord gives to us his vision. It's nuanced. it's, It's lost in the fall. It seems like in a few minutes. This week... I was reminded again that in the very center of the canon of the Old Testament is a book on sexual love, the Song of Solomon, that does not refer to God once. 
So it's intriguing that in our holiest book, our holy book, we have a focus on on mutual male-female sexual love in covenantal marriage without reference to God or to children. It, it, it It just blows my mind that the Bible is so fulfilling to every one of our concerns, who we are, how we use our bodies, whether you're single or married, uh, what, wherever you are in life, there's an answer to God's fulfillment to our lives. And that sexuality, he intends to be pure and he can make that pure. Even if we have, as Diane and, and both I as well, came to him with, with uh, impure lives in many senses of the word when it came to sex. So I, I guess I would just say, I think we need to re- regain a biblical vision of sexuality, his vision, and have that perspective as it applies to real life, real daily life. We want to talk a bit about that. But also, how do you deal with this thing that's so powerful? All of us deal with this. And we feel drawn in sexual ways almost every hour of the day by what we see, what we hear, what, the, what our culture is pushing us toward. How do, we, how do we traverse this really powerful uh, thing without, without the Holy One? It's impossible. So we need to ask him to come and to reveal to us the nature of this symbol, this picture, this image uh, for who he is, how to worship him, how to, how to deal with our createdness. Um, but uh, but how, how to look at it in a positive and useful and fruitful, fruitful way. So that's kind of where I want to I take our time together. The love, the satisfying, fulfilling, absolutely um, completing love of Jesus for every person. He, Jesus is the one who completes us. It's not a girlfriend. It's not a spouse. You don't have to be married to have Um, an extremely satisfying love Mm. with someone whose love is better than life itself Mm. from Psalm 63. And so this is not only about physical, we're not going to just talk about physical expressions of sexual behavior. We're going to talk about the meaning of sex. And it's Mm. a lot bigger than that. It is always pointing us to to every person. I have a lot of friends who've been single their whole lives who have such a deep, fulfilling love life with Jesus. And if you don't have that and you're married, then there's there's a lot more for you, even if you're married. Mm. That Jesus is the one who satisfies our life. And... um, So all of our sexual desires, every bit of longing, he created it, every bit of it. We have to lift our eyes. It points every person, married or single, to the love that he has for us. His his never failing, he never abandons, abandons us. He never forsakes us. He knows us. And that's, that's the purpose of sexuality. So... Uh, I hope we can get to that at the conference. Amen. Uh, what both of you shared made me think of a quote that I actually uh, encountered through Diane uh, and hearing Diane talk about this topic at another forum. Um, but I only offer it because I think um, it ties all that has been said to the Salvation Army specifically um, 
and thought, you know, some people may hear us talking about this and think, well, is this something new to the Salvation Army? And it, it really isn't anything new. And this is a quote from Catherine Booth, um, uh, which, of course, you both will be familiar with. All can have this union. There's that word again, union. Um, Christ, who is no respecter of persons, bought it for us. All through the New Testament, indeed the Bible, no truth is taught with greater force and frequency than this, that without a vital union of the soul with Christ, all ceremonies, creeds, beliefs, professions, church ordinances uh, are sounding brass and tinkling cymbals, and all who trust in them will be deceived. This is the very essence of the gospel. Christ came on purpose for us to have this union. Yes, that's it. That's it right there. I am already so enriched by what you have shared. And I know that everyone that's going to attend your breakout will be deeply enriched by it as well. Um, As Bill said, it's hard to conceive of any topic more important today than this topic. And uh, I, I just um, am so eager for what God's going to do in our time together. And I wonder if you wouldn't mind if I just went ahead and prayed for that time uh, as we come to a close. Let's pray. Gracious Father, we are so grateful for your goodness to us, Lord. Your goodness, which is expressed through your word to us, uh, through your loving presence in our lives. And through your uh, union with us, Lord, your ability to uh, indwell, inhabit, uh, to fill each one of us uh, to overflowing, Lord, with your love, with your grace, with yourself, Father. We uh, are so grateful that um, more than just mere creatures, Lord, that you've made, We are persons made for intimate relationship with you. Uh, And Lord, there is no greater thing uh, that is available to us than to know you and to be known by you. And so, Father, we uh, pray right now for Territory Young Adult Conference and for the breakout that Bill and Diane are going to lead for us on holy sexuality. We pray, Lord, that you would... um, Bless that opportunity that you would um, uh, just enable them to prepare uh, for the weekend that is ahead. Um, But Lord, that um, all those that would gather there would come hungry and expectant and ready to receive from you uh, the good news, Lord. The good news, which uh, can be summed up in just one word, Jesus, uh, to receive him. Uh, through that breakout and to know uh, the truth uh, that he conveys with his life, with his, um, with himself, Lord, uh, the truth of our being um, invited into one overlord, um, made uh, to be your children, God, by your grace in our lives. Uh, and so we just uh, ask your spirit's blessing upon that, uh, that, that time together Uh, upon the preparation that will go into this, upon those who will be gathered and uh, ask, Lord, that um, through it all, we would be made more and more like Jesus. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Caleb. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you.
thank you both. And um, if you've listened to this, then I know that you already are signing up for this breakout if you have not already. Uh, and so we look forward to, to having all of you uh, at Territory Young Adult Conference uh, in just a couple months. Thank you, friends. That's it for this episode of the Youth Down South podcast. For more info about the show, check out youthdownsouth.org.